The following recording is from the previous cycle. Today's daf is Kedushin daf Lamed Zayin, and we are eight lines from the top of daf Lamed Vav So the Mishnah on the bottom of daf Lamed Vav Amid Aleph mentioned additional things that women are exempt from, specifically the avoidance that were done in the base of Mikdash. The Mishnah said, Asmichos v'atnufos v'hahagoshos v'hakmitzos v'hahaktaros v'amlikos that all these respective avoiders the exception to the rule, the Mishnah said is only the mincha that the Saita brought and the mincha that the Nazira, if a woman was a Nazir that she brought, there was a halacha that the Bailam, the Saita herself, and the Nazar himself or herself had to do Tnufa. So although women ordinarily would not do Tnufa for a carbon that they brought, but if the carbon was a Minchas Saita or a Minchas Nazira, there the halacha was that there was a mitzvah of Tnufa. We mentioned yesterday that Teisva said that really there were some avodas that were left out, specifically Hoylacha and Zrikta. Taisva says Hoylacha wasn't mentioned in the Mishnah because Hoylacha is included in Kabbalah. Zrika wasn't mentioned in the Mishnah because Zrika is included in Hazah. The only avodah that was done in the base of Mikdash, was done with every single carbon that's not mentioned here in this Mishnah, is Shrita, and the reason is because Shrita is in fact Noyeg Ba'anashem Ben'ashem. It's the third parak in Mesech Tezvachim, the first Mishnah, Kol Absulim. Anyone that's possible to do an Avoida is kosher to do Shrita, and the reason is because Shrita Lav Avoida, being that Shrita wasn't really considered an Avoida, it was more of a Heksher, it allowed it facilitated the carbon for the avoidas to be able to done with it. It's for that reason it mentioned, doesn't mention it. The mission is only mentioning avoidas that are chutz minashim, nashim are excluded from. Either way, so we said that tnufa doesn't apply to women. Two exceptions, min chasayta, min chasayta. Amalei, Rabbi Yasmin, Rabbi Yoshia, didarei. So Rabbi Lazar, the girsa is told, Rabbi Yoshia, didarei. So Rashi says, what does Rabbi Yoshia, didarei mean? Shahaya bedaira. In his generation, there was a Rabbi Yoshia, and Rabbi Lazar told the Rabbi Yoshi of his generation what the Gemara is about to say. Says Rashi, as opposed to the Rabbi Yoshi from the free, previous generation. Obviously, if he was talking to Rabbi Yoshi, he was talking to Rabbi Yoshi did the race. And Rashi says, because really there were two Rabbi Yoshias. There was the famous Rabbi Yoshi, who's mentioned throughout Shas. He's the Balplukta of Rabbi Yoshi. He was older than this Rabbi Yoshia, he was still alive at that time, and the reason the Gemara is saying he was talking, Rabbi Loza was, to Rabbi Yoshia did is so that you shouldn't think he was talking to the Alter Rabbi Yoshia, who although he was alive, was really from a previous generation, he was talking to the younger Rabbi Yoshia, the Rabbi Yoshia did either way, what did he tell him? He told him, don't sit down until you tell me the following thing, it could be the reason Rashi is clarifying this, is because there's no way that Rabbi Loza would have told this to Rabbi Yoshia of the previous generation, it would have been disrespectful. The Rabbi Yoshia did the he was able to talk this way. So he said, there's something I need clarified, and I do not allow you to sit down until you shed some light on the following question, which is, how do you know that requires Tnufa? So the Gemara says, that's the question I need to answer before I sit down. But Gufa Ksiv, it's a passing in the Torah. It says regarding the Mincha Saita, Veheinif as a Mincha. Veheinif means Tnufa. Ela Tnufa Bebailim Nolan. No, the question is, how do you know that the Bailim has to do Tnufa. Maybe the Kayin does Tnufa. How do you know the Bible has to do Tnufa? So he told him back, Asya Yad Yad Mishlomen. Let's learn that Xerah Shavah from the Karb Mishlomen. Ksifach, it says over here regarding the Ben Chasaito, Velokach HaKoyeh, Miyato Isha. Viksif Hasaman, it says regarding a carbon shlamim, Yadav Tivieno. So there's a mitzvah of Tnufa by the Mincha, and there's a mitzvah of Tnufa by the carbon shlamim, and we learn Xerah Shavah one from the other. Ma'kan Koyen, Aflahalam Koyen, Ma'lahalam Bailin, Afkan Bailin. In one parish of Tnufa, the Torah mentions that the Bailin is supposed to be the one that does the Tnufa. In the other parish of Tnufa, the Torah says the Koyen is supposed to be the one to do the Tnufa. We learn now that really in both Tnufas, the halach is that both the Bailim and the Koyen do the Tnufa. Okay, Tzad, how's it possible? How could two people do Tnufa? Koyen machnes yod etachas yad Bailim. The answer is that the Koyen would put his hands underneath the hands of the Bailim, umeneth, and he would lift up the Mincha. Says the Gemara, Ashkechon Soita. Okay, so we just found a Makar. To Tnufa Bailim by a Soita Nazira Minolan, Asya Kaf Kaf, Mi Soita. We learn that Minchas Nazira from Minchas Soita. So. Either way, the Gemara is telling us the Makar that a woman who's ordinarily exempt, she's excluded from the parish of Tnufa, does have Tnufa by the Mincha Saita, by the Mincha Zira, and 
B'derech Agav, the Gemara also clarified a little bit how Tnufa worked. The way Tnufa worked was the Bailan, the Bala Karban would do Tnufa, the Koyan would do Tnufa. How could they both do Tnufa? The Bailan would put his or her hand on the Mincha, on the Karban that Tnufa was being done with. The Koyan would put his hand underneath the hand of the Bailan, and like this together, they would do Tnufa. Tosfos <laughs> over here, and there's another Tosfos in the Sechtasoy that has two kashes on this Gemara. Number one, there's a Chatzitza problem. If the halach of Tnufa is mincha, so you would think that there can't be anything separating the Mainif and the Mincha. If the Koyan is putting his hands underneath the hands of the Bailan, how exactly are you going to do Tnufa? That's Tosfos Kasha right here. Kedushin Lamavavim Beis. There's another Tosfos in the Sechtasoy, but Tosfos asks a different Kasha. Tosfos Kasha is how could you do Tnufa with a woman? Isn't there an Isr Nagiya? So if there's an Isr Nagiya, how do you let it do it? So we spoke about this when we learned the Saita. Tais over there says three Terutsa. Either Taisva says maybe there was something in between the hand of the Koyan and the hand of the woman. Another Terutsa Taisva says that maybe the Dafka used a Koyan that was old. And being that he was a Zake, Toshash Koycha, he didn't have such a Yetzahara, so there's no problem with doing Nagiya. Alternatively, Taisva says a very big Chiddush. And this is a Chiddush, not for this morning, that has implications Lalacha. That could be that being that it happened so fleetingly, it happened very quickly. He would put his hands on the hood, they did the teeth, and chuck, chuck. So mean that it happened so fast, it could be there's no problem. The whole issue of Nagia would be if it was something that would happen over an extended period of time, then we're worried that one thing may lead to another. But if it happened so quickly, in that context, it wouldn't be an issue. And this concludes this portion of the end of the first paragraph of Sakhas Kedushin, specifically the mitzvahs that are noyheges benoshim and mitzvahs that are not noyheges benoshim. So just a little bit of rain. Yesterday at the end of the daf, we mentioned Teisvis Kash in the beginning on the bottom of daf Lama Vama Manal. Teisvis asked, why did the Gemara need Psukim to tell me that women are excluded from doing the Avodah? Luchura, there's a more Pashta reason. Women are part of all mitzvahs I say, Shazman Giram. And the Avodah had to be done dafka during the day, as the Pasuk says, So being that Avodah had to be done during the day, it's a mitzvah sasei mangarom. It's a mitzvah sasei shaz mangarom. And women should be potter, just like they're potter from all mitzvah sasei shaz mangarom. So Tosef said to me, Komokim itzrich kralame utinu, that no, the Gemara needed psukim, because without the Pasuk, I would have thought that women are potter. But bid the evidence, if a woman would do the avoidah in the base of Mikdash, maybe the avoidah would be kasha. The Pasuk tells me that even if they do the avoidah, the avoidah is going to be possible. So yesterday we suggested that maybe this Tosef is Lushitasa, who always quotes Rabbeinu Tam Shita, that when a woman does a mitzvah sasei shaz mangarom, she makes a bracha. Zaysay meres, she's Kayim a mitzvah when she does a mitzvah saseisha's mangaroma. Mitzvah saseisha's mangaroma nashim turis does not mean that it's not a mitzvah. If it wasn't a mitzvah, she wouldn't be able to make a bracha. It would be a bracha of atal, which is in fact the shita saramba. But Rabbeinu Tamshita, which is brought down la'locha by the Ramah, is that a woman does make a bracha, meaning she is Mekayim a mitzvah. If she's Mekayim a mitzvah, then who adin the avoida would be an avoida. So I need a pasuk to tell me that it's not an avoida at all. We mentioned another teretz of Teisvis Kasha. We said over the Maldum's teretz. The Maldum says that it could be that being that the Makar to mitzvah Seisha's Mangarama is Tefillin. What's the Makar? Noshim apart from Tefillin. How do you know that? Because Tefillin is Iskish Letal Matayra. And Kala Terukula is Iskish and there's a rule in Kachin that So being that Tfilin is a Dabra Lamed Behekish, it's Ene Chayzer Malamed Behekish. So therefore, you don't have the halacha of Mitzvah Sasesh as Mangiroma when it comes to Inyane Kachin. That would be the easy answer to Tesis Kachin. Tesis Kachin is why don't you just say that women are exempt from doing Avoid in the base of Mikdash because it's a Mitzvah Sasesh as Mangiroma. The Teretz is Avoid in the base of Mikdash is Kachin. By Kachim, as a result, you don't have the halacha of mitzvah sasesha as mangaroma in the context of Kachim. A Dover Nifl, we mentioned yesterday from Meshamayashlita, who said that maybe that would be another terrorist that places Kachim. Places as the Kachim of Chav Tesem and Aleph. The why they need a Pasuk to tell me that a mother doesn't have an obligation to do Bismillah for a son. Typically, Mila is a mitzvah sasesha as mangaroma. The terrorist is that there's so much Torah. A lot of it we've talked about. That Mila is a Sif Katan in Hilchas Kachim. The Ramah says that the Sandik is 
bringing kitaris, that's why you're always supposed to find somebody new to be a sandik. There's Madrashan where Hashem told Avram that when you're going to do brismila, it's going to be as if you brought a noyla and a shlomim and a mincha. The halach is that you can't do brismila until the eighth day, says the Medjashab and Parashasem, or why? Just like a carbon couldn't be brought until it was eight days old. It's a mechusr's man, so too you can't do brismila until the eighth day. If there's an element of kachin in every brismila, could be, this is already al derech drush, but it could be, that would be a terror. It's why you can't say mitzvah saseh, shazman, giroma, because by kachin says, the Malbum, you don't say mitzvah say just mangrama. But that's obvious that the Malbum's terror really only works according to one of the three Mahalchem that Limaskona, the Gemara said, is the source to why women are potter from mitzvah as mangrama. And I think it's worth just recapping this for a moment. So if you would have asked someone a week ago, why or what is the Makar that women are potter from mitzvah as mangrama, you probably would have said it's because. Women are potter from tefillin, and tefillin is a mitzvah say, shazman giroma. It's learned out from tefillin. Now, a week later, we know that's only partially true. In fact, if you take inventory on the last few dafin, you'll realize there's three potential players. <coughs> how it is we know that women are potter from mitzvah sasei, shazman giroma. One makar is tefillin. Women are potter from tefillin. Tefillin is a mitzvah sasei, shazman giroma. Mamot sinu. That women are potter from tefillin, so too they'll be potter from all mitzvahs of Seishas It's learned out from tefillin via the vehicle of mamatzinu. But the Gemara said that that only works if you hold two things. You have to hold that tefillin is a mitzvah of Seishas You also have to hold that shnei ksuvim aboin ke'echad in melam. If you hold that shnei ksuvim aboin ke'echad that you can't learn it from tefillin b'mamatzinu, but the Gemara said there's another Eitzah. The Eitzah is, you can learn it behekish. Meaning you're not learning it b'mamatzinu, you're learning it behekish. So, Makar number one is mamatzinu from tefillin. Makar number two is Hekish from Tfilin. But that also only works if you hold that Tfilin is a mitzvah sasecha's mangaroma. If Tfilin is a mitzvah sasecha leya's mangaroma, then there's no way to learn it from Tfilin at all. What then would be the Makar? So that Rashi speaks out at the end of the sugya. It would be learned out from Ria. Sholish Pamim Bashona Yeira, Kol Zechurcha. The mitzvah to be Euler Regal is Datka for the Schar, Mitzvah for the Nekevois. And as a result, it only applies to men, it doesn't apply to women. Ria is a mitzvah saseh shaz mangaroma, so too all mitzvah saseh shaz mangaroma, nashim are going to be potter. The Malbim's teretz only works naturally if you hold that the makar is iskish kolakar tululit filler. In that case, it's a dober alamid behekish, that's enoi chayzim alamid behekish. But if the makar that women are potter from mitzvah saseh shaz mangaroma is not hekish, the makar is mamatzinu, either mamatzinu from tefillin or mamatzinu from ri'iya, then it doesn't fall into a dover alamid behekish, it's enoi chayzim alamid behekish. Naturally, pashit, the malbim's terrors wouldn't work. Mention quickly, Remeir Simcha's kasha. So he had a Gemara. The Gemara brought a machlekes tanon, where the tefillin is a mitzvah saseh shazman gerama, or tefillin is a mitzvah saseh shaloy shazman gerama. What's the shaylatolian? So posh it, tefillin is a mitzvah saseh shazman gerama, because you only put on tefillin during the day. You also don't wear tefillin on Shabbos beyond. If you hold that there is a mitzvah to wear tefillin at night, and there's a mitzvah to wear tefillin on Shabbos beyond, then it would emerge that tefillin is a mitzvah saseh shaloy shazman gerama. And the Gemara said, according to that manda amar, you can't learn mitzvah. Mitzvah Sasecha's Mangaram and Nashim Turis from Tefillin, because Tefillin is in fact not a Mitzvah Sasecha's Mangaram, it's a Mitzvah Sasecha's Mangaram. Remember, Simcha's Kasha that he asked was that if you do the arithmetic, it would come out that women should be Chayif to wear Tefillin. If it's a Mitzvah Sasecha's Mangaram, that's the Mishnah. On that Chavtes of women are chayiv and all mitzvahs say shalom as mangaroma. So Frek Rameir Simcha, how is it possible that Leishamanu Vleiroinu throughout the generations anyone should have been of the opinion that a woman is obligated to wear tefillin? There is one woman in history we find wore tefillin that was Michal, the daughter of Shalom Melech. It's a Gemara Eirvin that Tzadik Vava Menalov Vleir Michal Vechachamim, but that was one aberration. You don't find anywhere that there was a movement, at least a movement that was accepted by the Rabbanim of women wearing tefillin. Yet you have Shitas Reb Meir and Shitas Reb Yehuda. Oh, two of the Gedolah Ta'atanamit, the Makar's Ria. The question is, at the end of the day, there is a law of mitzvah sasecha's mangrum. Either you learn from Ria, you learn from Ria. But if tefillin itself is a mitzvah sasecha's mangrum, according to those Tanam, the Allah should be, you should be chayv to a tefillin. And I'll just read to you, though, Mayor Simcha, when he asks this kasha, he concludes, the Ha'inyan Bekuloi Plia. says it's a pellet to him. says, Mayor Simcha, I'm going to explain to you, Shah. There's a Mechilta in Parsha's boy that says, Someone that learns Torah 
doesn't have to wear tefillin. Sounds surprising. Toysfis and Masechtas Rosh Hashanah that Yudzayin of Aleph quotes this mechilta. Additionally, it's brought down lahalacha on some level. I'm the poiskit. But either way, there's a mechilta that says that if somebody learns Torah, he's potter from wearing tefillin. What's the pshat? Says Rameir Simcha, and he has other rayas to this. Classic. I'm going to tell you the pshat. The pshat is because the mechilta was of the opinion that tefillin. His entire purpose is mahus, is to bring a person to learn Torah. It's an intermediary to get a person to learn Torah. When do you need the intermediary of tefillin to get you to learn Torah if you're not anyways learning Torah? So then we're tefillin because tefillin will get you to learn Torah. But if you're anyways learning Torah, you're Isaac Torah, I don't need the intermediary. If I've already arrived at my destination, I don't need an intermediary to get me there. So if you're Isaac Torah, you're going to be part of that talk. That's the Pashup Shah says Ramey Simcha this Mechilta. Ramey Simcha says, if you think about it for a minute, it's a Peladan. Because it comes out that filling is really a sith cotton in Hilchas Torah. It's somehow a hechshit to get you to learn Torah. It says, if that's the case, I don't understand the whole mitzvah film. When do you wear film? During the day. At night, you don't wear film. Shabbos and Yantif, you don't wear film. Mesimcha says, if you look in Chazal, Chazal are very clear that Rambam says a person learns Why? Because during the day, you're in the field. Today, maybe we have white-collar jobs, but people are busy. They're coming, they're going, they're, they have things going on. It's very difficult for a person at 3 o'clock in the afternoon to sit down and open up a Gemara. When could you learn? Either early in the morning or late at night. The Rambam said, So how you talking that dafka at the time where a person is supposed to be more careful about learning Torah, it's dafka then that you know where it's filling? It doesn't make any sense. Says Rameh Simcha, you have to say, that the Mechilta is Rameh and Rabbi Yehuda, who hold that Tfilin is a mitzvah sasei shaleyaz mangarov. And really, there is a mitzvah to wear Tfilin at night. And really, there is a mitzvah to wear Tfilin on Shabbos v'yantif. That's the only way it makes sense. Says Rameh Simcha, that's the case. Now I have a teretz, and I understand. We solved the mystery. Why it is, according to Rameh and Rabbi Yehuda, who hold that Tfilin is a mitzvah sasei shaleyaz mangarov, women are potter v'chura. They're chayv and old mitzvah shaleyaz mangarov. Why they... Potter from Tfilin. The parrot says if Tfilin is a cotton and Hilfus Tamatira, women are potter from Tamatira. The male are going to be potter from Tfilin as well. So says you may assume a of Shach women are going to be potter. If Tfilin is a mitzvah sasesh as Mangaroma, women are potter. Because they're potter from all mitzvah sasesh as Mangaroma. And if Tfilin is a mitzvah sasesh as Mangaroma, then it comes out as a sip cotton Hilfus Tamatira. Oh, it's a sip cotton Hilfus Tamatira. Women are potter from Tamatira. The whole simon doesn't apply to them. So naturally, sip cotton Laman Aleph isn't going to apply to them either. Either way, that is Ramayas. Obviously, whenever you talk about tefillin this time of year, so it's a hot button topic. Tefillin on cholamoid, not cholamoid, so just could I mention what's the halacha lemaisa? So you do wear tefillin on cholamoid or not? Machlok is mechaber rambam. Shabbos and yantiv, you don't wear tefillin. Cholamoid. So the mechaber is an erechayim simin lamed aleph of cotton bays. For cholamoid, gam king osul aniach tefillin. On cholamoid, it's osur to wear tefillin, not just not to wear tefillin, but it's osur to wear tefillin. Rambam says that. Not that way. That the Yeshayimim shecholamoyit chayibet filin b'cheinoyagim b'chol gavilo yiselu b'hanicham. So if you open up a shulchan aruch, it would sound like that if you follow the mechaber, you're from the Sfardi world, then you wouldn't wear tefillin. If you're an Ashkenazi, then you certainly would wear tefillin. Yeshayimim shecholamoyit chayibet filin. That's from stating that the minig Yisrael, or at least amongst many many Ashkenazim, is chesidim for sure is not to wear tefillin. What's the pshat? So it's based on the Vilna Goyim. The gra did not wear tefillin on cholamoyed. Not only did he wear tefillin on cholamoyed, the gra felt that it's like from the worst things he could possibly do. He quoted the Zoya Kodesh. The Zoya says that if somebody wears tefillin on cholamoyed, he's chayiv misa. Why is it such a big deal? Why is it like that? The worst thing you could do is wear tefillin. Very good. The reason is because the guy in hell that if somebody wears tefillin on cholamoyed, he's treating cholamoyed as a weekday. So cholamoyed is this tweener. It's somewhere. It's yantif on the one. It's chayil and it's moyed. Right. That's why it's called cholamoyed. So the guy in hell that if you're going to wear tefillin on cholamoyed, you're Treating it as a weekday, you're included in a mavazas and mayadas. It's a Mishnah Pirkeyavis, Ainle Chelek Loyamaba. That's why the girl felt very passionately about not wearing Tfilon Cholamoy. They bring the Maiserabi who went Tfilon Cholamoy. They bring that he was very mocked when he would make Abdullah after the first night. Yontif, Yontif leading into Cholamoy, not to say Gutvach, to say Gutmoyed. He was very, very medactic in not being mavazas and mayadas, but it was in that same vein that he felt not to wear Tfilon Cholamoy. And on that note,
Again, today's that. Zok the Mishnah. Kol mitzvah shi tuyabaharetz. So we're going from mitzvahs that apply to women or don't apply to women to different halachas regarding mitzvahs, more interesting ideas, albeit that are backed up by somewhat convoluted sources. So very similar to the daft that we've had the last couple of days. Zok the Mishnah. Kol mitzvah shi tuyabaharetz. Any mitzvah that's tuyabaharetz, inu nehegez alabaharetz. We'll see what that means in a, in a, in a moment. Two exceptions are Arla and Kalayim. Those are mitzvahs, yet they're noyeg, even in Chutzlaretz. And we'll see what Rabbi Liaz is trying to say in a minute as well. So in the said, a mitzvah that's tluya ba'aretz is only noyeg in Eretz Yisrael. A mitzvah that's not tluya ba'aretz is noyeges bein ba'aretz bein ba'aretz. So we need some definitions here. My tluya, my she'en tluya, ilem tluya. The many psukim in the Torah, where the Torah prefaces the mitzvah by saying, So there are mitzvahs in the Torah that are prefaced by when you will enter the land, you'll be obligated to do this. So when you enter the land, you won't be able to do that. Is that what the Mishnah means when it says mitzvah hatluya ba'aretz? It's tluya ba'aretz in the sense that the Torah somehow made it tolui in entering Eretz Yisrael. The Gemara says that can't be. Because the Mishnah said, a mitzvah that's tluya ba'aretz is only noyig in Eretz Yisrael. And I'll give you two mitzvahs that everybody agrees is noyig even a chutz la'aretz. And it says clearly in the Torah that when should you do the mitzvah when you enter Eretz Yisrael. Bari tefillin, upetech amar, tichsiv bahen biya, vinoyagim bein ba'aretz bein b'chutz la'aretz. So that can't be what the Mishnah means. Om Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah said, okay, come, this is what the Mishnah means. Kol mitzvah shi chayvas ha'guf, any mitzvah that's a chayvas ha'guf, noyig is bein ba'aretz bein b'chutz la'aretz. A mitzvah means a mitzvah that involves the land. Any mitzvah that involves the land means it involves Eretz Yisrael. The land is always Eretz Yisrael. Chutzlar, it's not. So, Trumas, Maestras, if you look at Rashi, Rashi gives ten examples. Trumas, Maestras, Chala, Leket, Chikha, Peah, Shviyas, Chadash, Arla, and Kaliah. So those are all mitzvahs that involve land. That's a mitzvah tluya ba'aret. It's not entering the land. But the actual physical mitzvah involves land. There, it's only now you can to throw any mitzvah that's merely a chivas aguf. The guf, the person has to do it, but it has nothing to do with the land. That's noyig in Eretz Yisrael. That's noyig in Chutzla Eretz Yisrael. Says we're not immediately. How do you know that? The Tanur Abanan. It's learned out from a pasuk. It's a pasuk right in the beginning of Parashas Re'eh. Ela hachukim v'amishpatim. We're reading it from the side. Ashetishmur and lasois ba'aretz ashenosan Hashem alakeav yisachel lechol rishto kol ayomim ashatim chayim alu adama. So if you read that pasuk a little slowly, the pasuk seems to be saying that where are you supposed to keep Torah mitzvahs? Ba'aretz in Eretz Yisrael. Again, Ela hachukim v'amishpatim ashetishmurun lasois ba'aretz ashenosan Hashem alakeav lechol lerishto. And then the pasuk includes kol ayomim ashatim chayim alu adama. Says the Gemara. Let's understand this pasuk. Ela hachukim. What does hachukim mean? Elo hamidroshes. Things that are learned out from droshes. V'hamishpatim elo adinim ashetishmur. What does that mean? Mishnah lasois umaisa ba'aretz. It says ba'aretz, which sounds like Eretz Yisrael. Yochel, I would have thought called mitzvahs kulon ayu neyagin el ba'aretz. All mitzvahs you can only be mekayim in Eretz Yisrael. Talmud lo'imar. So the pasuk says. After that, call ayomim ashratim chayim alo adama, meaning no matter where you are, call ayomim. If it says call ayom yochliu noyegin bein baritz bein bechutzlaritz, I would think all mitzvahs are noyeg even a chutzlaritz tamad leim baritz. It says baritz. Says the Gemara. So you have a there's a word in the pasuk that would seem to suggest that the mitzvahs are only noyeg in Eretz Yisrael baritz. There's also a part of the pasuk that would seem to suggest that mitzvahs are noyeg everywhere. Says the Gemara. How do you reconcile? Look at the next pasuk. The next pasuk says, It talks about the Isser of Avodah Zorah. Says the Gemara, Just like Avodah Zorah is a Chavis Agof. And it's Pashit that the Isser of Avodah Zorah is in Chutzlaris as well. You can't worship Hashem in Eretz Yisrael and worship pagans in Chutzlaris. That doesn't make a lot of sense. So the bottom line, how do you know that mitzvahs, hatluyos, ba'aretz are 
you would have thought there's a more obvious Makar. The Makar is very not obvious. This is the Makar right here. It's learned out from a Pasik that says, The very same Pasik seems to suggest that you're not only obligated to keep the mitzvahs Ba'aretz, but there's an obligation to keep the mitzvahs outside of Eretz Yisrael. Well, it says Avedazara, is a Chavaz Agof, Avedazara is Nagel Chutzlaretz. So to any Issa that's similar to Avedazara is giving Nagel Chutzlaretz. Anything that's Kluya Ba'aretz, it involves land, is not similar to Avedazara. If it's not similar to Avedazara, it's going to be Noyig only in Eretz Yisrael. So that's the halacha, that's obvious, something that everybody knows. Mitzvahs are Tluya Ba'aretz, is Noyig in Eretz Yisrael. Mitzvahs that are not Tluya Ba'aretz are Noyig. It is worth mentioning the Ramban, who says a very big Yisait, and he repeats this Yisait several times throughout his spiritual Torah. We've also repeated this Yisait several times throughout the Daf, and that is that although, of course, a person is obligated to keep Torah mitzvahs even when he's living in Chuslars, and this is not for the faint of heart, but the Ramban says that if a person would understand the Tachlis that is accomplished when he observes Torah mitzvahs, he would also understand that that tachlis could only properly be accomplished when he does Torah mitzvahs in Eretz Yisrael. So a yid that keeps Torah mitzvahs in Eretz Yisrael, he's able to fulfill some tachlis in the Bria that was the kivun when Hashem gave the yid in Torah mitzvahs. When we keep Torah mitzvahs in Chutzlaret, we're not really accomplishing that. Says Ramban, if that's the case, then why do we keep Torah mitzvahs in Chutzlaret? The reason is Shalit Tashtakach. Because if you would only be obligated to keep the Torah mitzvahs when you're in Eretz Yisrael, but when you go to Chutzlaret, you're not obligated. By the time you go back to Eretz Yisrael, you're going to forget how to do it. Like this, you just do it every day. There's a hergel. You're not going to forget it by the time you return to Eretz Yisrael. That's what Ramban says. Ramban says, that's Peshat on the Gemara that says, Someone that lives in Chutzlaret as if he doesn't have an Eloika. What does that mean? It means that the real worship of Hashem is something that you can't do in Chutzlaret. It's something you can only do in Eretz Yisrael. He says, that's why the Ovis, Kept Kala only kept Kala in Eretz Yisrael. They didn't keep Kala Terukula when they were in Chutzlaret. He says, that's why Yaakov Avinu married two sisters in Chutzlaret. But as soon as he came into Eretz Yisrael, Rachel died. Why Rachel died as soon as he came into Eretz Yisrael? Because now he was living in Eretz Yisrael. Now he had more of a moral obligation to keep Torah and mitzvahs even before Matan Torah. He's married to two sisters. One of the sisters had to die. And that's why Rachel died. That's the Ramban. So it's a very, very big Kiddush. It's somewhat well known. It's attributed to the Ramban. What's not so well known is, Number one, this Ramban is in fact a Safri. Ramban quotes a Safri. He didn't make this up. He quotes a Safri when he says his Yisrael. What's really not well known, that's an oxymoron, is that Rashi Chumash brings this Safri as well. It's a Garnish Kain Ramban. It's a Rashi Alatayra. And you know what the Rashi is? It's in the Parsha of Kriyashma. In fact, we say it at least twice every single day. It's the Parsha of Kriyashma, the second Parsha of Oye and Shemoya. V'chora af Hashem bochem. What's going to happen? You're going to do a We're going to be really bad. So what's Hashem going to do? Hashem is going to take you and He's going to throw you out of the land. Next pasuk, quoting this This is a chiddush. What is this coming to the pasuk? We just thrown out of the land. You ever think about it? What's pasuk? How do you understand the hemshich? We say this is Krishna. This Kabbalah is all mitzvah. So what are we saying exactly? So you're supposed to keep the mitzvahs. You're not allowed to do our various. If you keep the mitzvahs, then it's wonderful. Everything's great. If you do Averis, then right afterwards, again, keep the mitzvahs. Right, we got it. We're supposed to keep the mitzvahs. If not, it's going to be really bad. What's the next pasuk? That's what Rashi's coming to address. Rashi is a parshin. He's explaining pasuk shanim the pasuk. What's the next words? Afla achashetigolu. Rashi. You know what the next pasuk is? You would think that after vavada temehir mialar tzatoyvin. Now you don't have to keep Torah mitzvahs. Torah mitzvahs keep an art yisrael. Now we're chutzlaros. We were just thrown out of the land. So now you don't keep the Torah anymore. Zok the Torah nei. V'samtem es devarei eila alavavchem. Even a chutzlaros. Pashup shot. You have to keep Torah mitzvahs. Afla achashetigolu. I hate to say it. This is the rest of the story. Shehayu mitzuyanim be mitzvahs. You still have to keep the mitzvahs. Hanichut filin. Vasu mezuzes. 
Why? So that when you come back, it won't be. What's that? No, yeah, of course. That's the whole point. It's a Ramban. It's really a free, and it's a Rashi Chumash Poshib Shat. In the second parsha Kriyashma, something that we say over and over and over again. Either way, but just not to get confused. Avadim is a chi of the to keep Torah with his and of course we're accomplishing whatever we're accomplishing. The ikur tachlis that is dafkin eretz yisrael. Not to be confused with this mishnah. This mishnah is discussing that a mitzvah that is pluya. That's not true, but already obligated to do a chutzlar. It's avad you're obligated. You're obligated midday raisa and the scharva inish and everything that applies to Torah mitzvahs and Eretz Yisrael. Halacha lemaisa would apply to chutzlar as well. If somebody would be mechal shabbos and chutzlar, we would have gotten misas bezdin back in the day also. There's no halacha only if you were mechal shabbos and Eretz Yisrael you got misas bezdin. Of course, if you did it in chutzlar, it'd be the same halacha. If somebody eats karis and chutzlar, he's chayiv misa just like if he eats kai. Someone eats karis. If someone eats chametz in chutzlar on Pesach. Thank you. He's chayiv karis. Yeah, we get the point. Either way, zok to gemara vayta chutzman or levakalayim. So the Mishnah said that kol mitzvah that stuyim ba'aretz is only noyig. In Eretz Yisrael, with the exception of Orla and Kalayim. So Orla and Kalayim are mitzvah tuyas ba'aretz, and they're noyig even a chutzla. So Rabbi Yehuda said even chadash. What's chadash? So chadash is you're not allowed to eat from the new tefua until they brought the carbon oil. So how do we understand Rabbi Yehuda? Rabbi Yehuda said afa chadash, just pashib shat. How do you understand the Mishnah? Rabbi Yehuda the kula polig was he coming to argue the kula or the chumra? Was he coming to argue the chumra? The chumra polig is he arguing the chumra? Vachikamar Tanakama chutzmen or Arlan Kalayim. Tanakama said that every mitzvah that's lulav baritz is noyig only in Eretz Yisrael, with the exception of Arlan Kalayim, even though it's mitzvah lulav baritz, it's noyig even in chutzlaritz. And what's the reason that they're different? The hilchas agmirla. It's halachal meishem yisinai that it's different. Afal gaf the ikalamei mechavas karki. Avol chadash, bad chadash, ba'aretz in bechutzlaritz light. Maybe it's only noyig in Eretz Yisrael. It's not noyig in chutzlaritz. My taima and the gemara adds a reason for this. We'll explain this after we see the gemara inside. Moishav because it says the word moishav in the parish of chadash, and we learn from there laacha yerusha v'yeshiva mashma. It says the word. Moishav, which implies that the only time you're obligated, the Loshan Apostolic is, Dabrel B'nei Yisrael v'yamarta aleyem, ki savoyu ala aretz asher aninoisam l'chem uktsartem es k'tziro, v'aveisam es oimer reishis k'tzirchem. So this is the parasha of oimer. At the very end of the parasha, it says, chukas oilam l'doyre seichem b'chol moishvoy seichem. So, the Tanakama holds that Chodosh is Ba'aretz and Bechutzlar. It's my time because it says Bechol Moish Vesechem. The word Moishav is Mashma Laachi Yerushav Yeshiva. Vos Rebelez Al-Nim, Rebelez is coming to argue and say that Av Chodosh Noyig Bein Ba'aretz Ben Bechutzlar. So Chodosh is also Noyig in Eretz Yisrael and Bechutzlar. It's my time. Moishav Bechol Mokim Sha'atem Yoshim. Because he touched the word Moishav differently. Not Moishav wherever, not Moishav Laachi Yerushav Yeshiva. Until you settle the land. But rather Moishav Bechol Mokim Sha'atem Yoshim. So Rebeliezer then would be Machmer, whereas the Tanakhama said only Chutzman or Vakalayim. He's limiting which mitzvahs are clear as Ba'aretz, Anoyeg and Chutzlaretz to Arlen Kalayim. Rebeliezer is adding to that list, and he's saying that even Chadash is Noyeg in Chutzlaretz, which is a Chumrah. Maybe he's coming to be Mekel. Chutzman or Vakalayim. Tanakhama said that Chutzman or Vakalayim, that's a local mission, even though it's a Mitzvah to your Ba'aretz, still it's Noyeg in Chutzlaretz. The Kosh King Chadash, the Tanakhama, meant Chadash as well. He didn't say it because he held it was Pashit. Because being that it says the word Moshvei Seichem in the parish of Chadash, it's Mashma anywhere, even in Chutzar. It's Vas Rebbe Yezal Meimar, Chadash in a Noyeg El Ba'aretz. The Chadash is only Noyeg in Eretz Yisrael. The Moshav La'acha Yerushav Yeshiva Mashma. Because Moshav is Mashma La'acha Yerushav Yeshiva. Umay Af, what does Af then mean? Akamaisa. He's going back to the Reisha of the Mishnah. The Reisha of the Mishnah said that every mitzvah Hatluya Ba'aretz is only Noyeg in Eretz Yisrael. The, tan- the chutzman or oil of a kalayim really means to say a third thing and chadosh. And Rabbi Leaz is saying back on the Reisha, Afa Chodosh, that chadosh is like the general rule of the Mishnah, that being that it's a mitzvah, it's only giving Nayagin Eretz Yisrael, it's not giving Nayagin Chutzlaretz. So, a little bit confusing, but basically the Shiloh of the Gemara is, when Rabbi Leaz says Afa Chodosh, is he coming to say Af to the Reisha of the Mishnah, or is he coming to say Af? 
to the Sefer of the Mishnah. The ratio of the Mishnah was that every Mitzvah that's Tluya Ba'aretz is only not going to Yisrael. The Sefer of the Mishnah was, there's exceptions. Chutz Menar Levikalai. Even though the Mitzvah is not Tluya Ba'aretz, they are not Yichutz Ba'aretz. Rebbe Leezer said, Afa Chodesh. Is Afa Chodesh a chumrah, he's adding to the seifah, not only are Orla and Kalayim noyeg in Chutzlaretz, but Chodesh is also noyeg in Chutzlaretz, or is he coming to add to the Reish? He's being maple. The Reish has said that every mitzvah tuli ba'aretz is only noyeg in Eretz Yisrael, even Chodesh is also only noyeg in Eretz Yisrael, which is a kula, that Chodesh is not going to be noyeg in Chutzlaretz. What's a Talian? So the Gemara threw in that it's Talian, how you understand the word Moishvayseichem that's mentioned in the parasha of Chodesh. It says, Chukas is You can literally understand it in two ways, two ways that are polar opposites of each other. Moishvayseichem could mean Bechol Makim Shatim Yoshim, anywhere, which would imply even in Chutzlaretz, so you see the Issa Chodesh, even though it's a Mitzvah Tuli Ba'aretz, is Noyek even in Chutzlaretz, or Bechol Moishvayseichem means La'acha Yerusha Yeshiva, after the Yidin settled the land, Eretz Yisrael, that's when the Mitzvah is going to be Noyek. So again, it's Rabbi Leezer, Af going on the Reisha. Or is Rabbi Lezitz half going on the Seifa? If it's going on the Reisha, he's a Meikol. If it's going on the Seifa, he's being a Machmer. And what's a Tolly? And it's Tolly whether Chodesh is Noyig in Chutzlaretz or Eretz Yisrael. Only what's that Tolly and how you understand the word Moish Vesechem? Does Moish Vesechem mean anywhere that you live? Or does Moish Vesechem mean La'acha Yerushiv Yeshiva? Says the Gemara Tashma, bring you right. I'm Rabbi Abaya, said Mantan, the Polygod Rebbe Yezer, Rabbi Shmolhi. Who is the Tana of the Mishnah that argues with Rabbi Yezer? So in our Mishnah, he's nameless. He's just the Tana Gamma. But who is that Tano? So Abayu said it's Rabbi Shmuel, the Tanya, because we learned in a Braiso, Lila Medcho, Shekomokim, Shinema, Boy Moishov, Enei Elo, Laacha, Yerushav, Yeshiva, Divi Rabbi Shmuel. So, what in the world are we talking about? There's a long Rashi. And in short, what's going on is this is the Parsha of the Nesachim. So, we know that when a carbon was brought, there was a mitzvah to bring Nesachim together with the carbon. Nesachim literally means pourings. What did they pour? Wine? One time they poured mayim that was on sukkahs. It was a mitzvah of Nisach HaMayim. But ordinarily, there was wine that was brought together with every single carbon. The mitzvah of Nisachim is mentioned really out of context. It's in Parsha Shlach. Parsha Shlach is of Meraglim fame. You would think the mitzvah of Nisachim would be in Sefer Vayikra somewhere. It's not. It's mentioned in Parsha Shlach. The Mepharshia Torah explained why the Torah threw it over there in Parsha Shlach. But either way, when the Torah mentions the mitzvah of Nisachim, the Torah prefaces it by saying, it says that very same ambiguous word, Moish Vaisechem. And as a Machoikis Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Akiva, whether the mitzvah of Nesachim applied to Karbanas that were brought in the Midbar, or it first applied when they entered Eretz Yisrael. Rabbi Shmuel was of the opinion that it only applied in Eretz Yisrael. That if someone brought a Karbin in the Midbar, he didn't bring Nesachim. Rashi says that it was only the Karbin Yachid that they didn't bring the Nesachim, maybe the Karbin Sibur they did. But either way, Rabbi Shmuel holds that there were no Nesachim brought in the Midbar. And how does he know that? Because it says the word Moshvayseichem. And Moshvayseichem means La'acha Yerusha Yeshiva. Once they settle land, that's when there's going to be a mitzvah of Nesachim. So said Abaya, you know the Tana in our Mishnah that argues with Rabbi Eliezer is? It's Rabbi Shmuel. Again, the Tanya went to the Bryce, La'amnetcha, Shakamakushem, Rabbi Moshe, then La'acha Yerusha Yeshiva, Tibi Rabbi Shmuel, Lama Rabbi Akiva. So before we get to Abaya's punchline, Rabbi Akiva, Argued with Rabbi Shmuel, he said, Hare Shabbos, is that true? That every time it says the word Moshvesechem, it means Lachay Rushiv Yeshiva, I'll ask you a good one. Hare Shabbos, never mind my Shabbos, where does it say the word Moshvesechem by the Mitzvah of Shabbos? Mesavar Rish Bechol Moshvesechem, the Shabbos. So Shabbos, it says, Moshvesechem, Vinoy Heges, Bein Ba'aretz, Bein Bechutzlaretz. So you see that Moshvesechem doesn't mean Eretz Yisrael, Lachay Rushiv Yeshiva, you see? That it's something fakir. It means even a chutzlaret. Amalei. So Rabbi Shmuel told Rabbi Kiva Shabbos. Don't ask me kashes from Shabbos. Mikabel Chaymer asked you. Of course Shabbos is like a chutzlaret. Despite the fact that it says Moish Vaysechem, because my mitzvahs kalos yagos bein bars bein bechutzlaret. My mitzvahs kalos are not even a chutzlaret. Shabbos the chamira like kolshkin. So Shabbos which is so chamer. Of course it's going to be. Either way, what does the Gemara want? What's the punchline? Mido Amar Rabbi Yeman Tana the Balulad Rabbi Yezra Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi said that who's the Tana Kam of our Mishnah? It's Rabbi Yishmol. Which Rabbi Yishmol? Rabbi Yishmol that said that Moshvay Seichem means La'acha Yerusha V'yeshiva. If that's the case, then the Moshvay Seichem that it said in the parasha of Chodosh also means La'acha Yerusha V'yeshiva. Which means that Chodosh is only going to be Noyeg 
in Eretz Yisrael. It's not going to be Noyeg in Chutzlaretz. That means when Rabbi Yezah said, Afachadosh, who's, he's arguing with this Rabbi Yishmael, what's he saying? That it's Noyeg even in Chutzlaretz, which means that he's coming to be Machmer, not to be Mekel. Shma Mino, Rabbi Yezah, L'chumra Polig, Shma Mino. Says the Gemara, Mechmer, Rabbi Yishmael, Lehechot Koyan, Nesach. Rabbi Yishmael's Lila Metcha. He was talking about Nesach. Right? The Gemara never said it. Rashi said it. We spoke it out. But the Gemara's Speaking at it now for the first time, Rabbi Shmuel was talking about Nesachim. The Nesachim be a umoish of Ksibu. If you look at the parish of Nesachim, it says, It says, Those are two Lishonos that would seem to suggest Eretz Yisrael. So, what's the Gemara's Kasha? How could Rabbi Shmuel say that from the fact that Moshevisechem in the Parish of Nesachim means La'acha Yerusha Yeshiva, means Eretz Yisrael. That's a right that every time it says Moshe Seichem, it means Eretz Yisrael. Maybe not. Maybe Davka Nesachim is Eretz Yisrael because it says Kisavayu and it says Moshe Seichem. Two Lishonos of Eretz Yisrael. So Kalmakim Shenemar Kisavayu and Moshe Seichem, there will be Eretz Yisrael. But how does he know that if it only says Moshe Seichem, Yishmaka Kasha, Freyti Gemara, Mechti, Rabbi Shmuel, Hecha Koyan, Nesachem. B'Nesachem, B'Yo, U'Moshav, Ksivbo. Says the Gemara, Hachi, Kama, Yerai, L'Olamed, Shekol, Mokim, Shenem, Rabbi, U'Moshav, Enel, Achi, Yerushu, Veshiv, Dero, Yishmuel. That's really Rabbi Shmuel meant to say. He didn't mean to say every time it says Moshav, Yisechem. He meant to say every time it says B'Yo, and Moshav, Yisechem. Iyachi. So the Gemara says, Omalei, Rabbi Akiva, Ari, Shabbos, Shenem, Rabbi, Moshavos. Rabbi Akiva asked Rabbi Shmuel, Akasha, from Shabbos, where it says, Le'Savaru, Eish, Bechol, Moshav, Yisechem. seriously. He actually responded to him. He told him, Shabbos Kavachaymi, Namele, you should have given him a better answer. I know, Bia Umashav Kamina. Rabbi Kiva, you don't understand what I said. I didn't say where it says Moshevay Sechem. I said where it says Bia Umashevay Sechem. So the Gemara says he could have said that. Chadava Oid Kamala. Chadava, number one, I know, Bia Umashav Kamina. The Oid, Diko Amrit, Hari Shabbos, Shinemabar Meshavos. You thought Shabbos, you're wrong anyways. Shabbos, Shabbos, anyways, would be included. What was the Machlikis, Rabbi Kivan and Rabbi Shmuel in the first place? The Gemara is coming full circle. We spoke this out right in the beginning. The Machlikis was, did they bring the Sachim in the Midbar? This is where Rashi says the Shiloh was only regarding the Karban Yochid. Rabbi Shmuel, Savar, Rabbi Shmuel, Hell, like Kivan and Sachim in the Midbar. Rabbi Kivan, Savar, Kivan and Sachim, Be Midbar. Either way, we clarified who the Tanakam of our mission is. It's Rabbi Shmuel. We also clarified that Rabbi Eliezer in the Mishnah is the one that's being Machmer. He's the one that's saying that Chodesh is Noyeg in Eretz Yisrael and in Chutzlar. So at first glance, you would breathe a sigh of relief because we know whenever there's a Machleik is Rebbe in the Chachamim, that Loch is not like Rebbe Yezer. Rebbe is Shamuti, which the Rishonim say is, means Rebbe was a Tamid Shammai. So that Loch is never like Rebbe which would mean then that Chodesh is not Noyeg in Chutzlar. Chodesh is only Noyeg in Eretz Yisrael. Either way, this is not a conversation for today. Om this that just said that wherever it says the word bia umoshav, it means la'acha yerushim yeshiva is not like a different ton of the very So ton of the means a brisa that was taught in Rabbi Shmuel's yeshiva. So apparently there were two brises that were taught in Rabbi Shmuel's yeshiva, and they contradict each other. So the first one was that wherever it says kisavayu a lashon of bia and a lashon of meishvaseichem, it means dafka eretz yisrael. Sabai said there's another ton of Rabbi Shmuel that's not like that. What's that? The ton of Rabbi Shmuel hoyvon never be as It says the word kisavayu many times in the Torah. And there's one place in the Torah where it says Mefurish, that what does Kisavayu mean? It doesn't just mean enter the land. It means enter it and settle the land. Every single time it says Kisavayu, it means Now what is that one place that Rabbi Shmuel was learning it out from? It says Kisavayu many times in the Torah. One place it says that's a Mamatsinu that wherever it says Kisavayu, it means L'achir Rishiv Yeshiva. He's referring to the Mitzvah Bikurim, the first passing in Pashas Kisavayu. V'yo Kisavayu el ha'aretz, asher Hashem lakecha noisin l'cha nachala, v'yirishta v'yashavtava. Tremendous. So, Pashas Kisavayu, that's the word Bia. V'yirishta v'yashavtava, so too, every time it says Kisavayu, it means L'achir Yerusha v'yashiva. Says the Gemara, v'idach, the other Tana, why doesn't he learn that same drasha, meaning it's Rabbi Yishmael's chiddush. This brisa of Tanit Rabbi Yishmael was of the opinion that every kisavayu means l'achirush of yeshiva. Bechura, you have a good makar over here. So the idach mishum to have a melech ubikurim shnei ksuvam ban The reason is because the Torah tells us twice 
kisavoyu in the context of Yerushiv Yeshiva. As a result, what you're left with is shnei ksuvim aboyin ke'echod, v'chol shnei ksuvim aboyin ke'echod, ein melamna. What's the other pasik? Melech. That's in Parashat Shoftim. So we have a lot of psukim today. Kisavoyu ela aretz, asher Hashem alekecha noisen loch, v'yirishto v'yashavtaba. Says the Gemara, as a result, you have two psukim where it says kisavoyu and v'yirishto v'yashavtaba, shekisavoyu aboyin ke'echod, Ain Malamdim, says the Gemara, the Idach, and the other Mantan, the Rabbi Shema, why is it not Shnei Ksuvah Malin Ke'echad? Because Rikhi, I wouldn't know one without the other. I spoke this out so many times last week. The only time you had Shnei Ksuvah Malin Ke'echad is if I would know one from the other. But if I need each one, then it's not Sheikh Suba Bon Kechad. Why would I need two trichad? Because Rahman Melech had only sent Melech for the Kosa Bikurim. Havamina, I would have thought that maybe Melech, the mitzvah to appoint the Melech, that's only after Yerusha Yeshiva. But maybe Bikurim to Kamasani Laalta, maybe the mitzvah Bikurim you have to do right away. Why do you bring Bikurim? Hakarsatayf Tashem, so you're going to wait until you settle the land, until you kill the last Kanani. It took 14 years, incidentally, for the Yidden to settle the land when they entered Eretz Yisrael. Yerusha Yeshiva was a 14 year process. So what, for the first 14 years, you don't have to show Hakarsatayf. Have to bring Bikurim. So if the Torah wouldn't have said Vyarishta Vyashaftab, I would have never known Bikurim Lacha Yerusha Vyashiva from Melech. Vikasa Bikurim and had it said Bikurim like Kasa Melech. Have I mean I would have thought Melech the dark lichbesh laalter. So you're gonna wait until you conquer the land to appoint the Melech. This sort of defeats the purpose. You should appoint the Melech now to help you, to assist you in conquering the land. So I would never know Bikurim from Melech. I would never know Melech from Bikurim. So that's why I need but the Idach, the other man the Omar, he says, I don't agree with your Khajman, Nikhta Brahmana Melech, Veloy Bay Bikurim. No, I could have said Melech, it didn't have to say Bikurim. No, I mean I would have said it, Ma Melech the Lichbaish, Laacha Yerushiv Yeshiva, Bikurim like Koshkin. If Melech you have to wait for Yerushiv Yeshiva, there's such a good reason to appoint the Melech. Now and still the mitzvah is only lachir rishiv yeshiva. Then certainly the mitzvah of bikurim would be lachir rishiv yeshiva. For idach because of achi have a minim midahavi achalah. You could have said midahavi achalah. Chalah is something that you find is noyig right away. So you would have thought maybe bikurim is also noyig right away. Either way, kamash malan. That is the kamash malan. So we'll stop here. We'll just conclude with one ha'ara, and that is. I saw in the Sefer Daf Al Daf, he brings from a Sefer Al Torah. I don't know what the Sefer is. It's called Chachmas Al Torah, Al Torah. It says that we have a Gemara over here. Wherever it says in the Torah, Moish Veisechem, Moish Veisechem doesn't mean Eretz Yisrael. Does it not mean Eretz Yisrael? Achi Yerushiv Yeshiva. To the contrary, maybe it means everywhere. So again, I don't know who this is, but he said that in Parshas Boy, the pasuk says by the Naka of Choshech, Ulechol Bnei Yisrael Hayar Ben Moish Veisam. So he says that Moish Veisam is Eretz Yisrael. So you say, Meres, that the ur that the Yidin had during Makas Choshech wasn't just an ordinary ur. It was Avir de Eretz Yisrael. This was an ur of Eretz Yisrael. Ur Chodosh al Toir. This ur Chodosh that is manifest al That was the ur that the Yidin was Zoychatu during the three days of Choshech. It was an ur bin Moishvoysam, Daika, based on the Gemara that we just learned Eretz Yisrael. It's interesting that if you look in the Targum Yonason on that pasuk, Targum Yonason says as follows: That's the beginning of the pasuk. Why was there R? So they should be able to bury the Rishat because we know the four fifths of the Yidden that lived in Mitzrayim didn't make the journey outside Mitzrayim. So one reason there was R was they should be able to bury the Rishat. Additionally, so they should be able to be Isaac in Mitzvahs. Says the Pirish Yonason, this is from a Kadmai. Says, what does he mean to be able to do Mitzvahs? What Mitzvahs is he referring to? Says the Pirish Yonason, the there are many mitzvahs that you need earth for. Kamaitzitzis, Tfilin, Kriyashma, Shalshachris, Gamtaira Mitzvahs, Nikroi, Kamaitzikasov, Kenair Mitzvah Volterra. So it wasn't just light. It's, this was an ur of yoim to the point that mitzvahs that require yoim, they were obligated to do at that night. The mitzvah of tzitzis, the mitzvah of tefillin, the mitzvah of kriyash mashal shachris. I think a great sushtel to this targum yoidasin is the Vilna Goyen. The gra, Shuaba, the Rav spoke this out during the Shabbos HaGadot Joshi yesterday, he said over from the Vilna Goyen, in his pirish on the HaGadot Pesach, we say, Manishtana Halayla Azev Mikol Aleilois. Said the Vilna Goyen, a beer niflo, he says, every mitzvah in the Torah, almost without exception, you do during the day. It's a Mishnah, Mitzvahs you do during the day. Almost every single mitzvah, 
The Leila Seder is different. The Leila Seder is a whole bunch of mitzvahs that you do dafka at night. But Erev Teichel Matzahs. The mitzvah of Morer is Belel Tezvav. The mitzvah of Sipa Yitzis Mitzrayim is B'Shoshish Matzum Mar Merachel Venecha. Achilles Korban Pesach was done at night. Here you have a whole list of mitzvahs that were done at night. Said the guy, Manishtana Halayla Hazem Yikol Halaylois. Why is it? That ordinarily at night you don't do mitzvahs. And dafka in this night you do mitzvahs, said the Goyen. You know what the answer is? The It's night. Why does the Torah say by The Torah referred to the Leil Pesach as Yoim. Mitzvahs that ordinarily would require Yoim were obligated to do even by Laila. A Dover Nifla, you find this idea right here by Makas Chayshech. You find it again by the Leil Seder, this concept. That even though it's Laila, it gets treated as Yoim in the context of mitzvahs. Shuava had a beautiful tzushtal to this. The Gemara says in Mesechtis Megillah Davchafam Ibez that Halal, Halal is a mitzvah that you can only do during the day. How do you know that? Right? Thank you. So it's Mizrach Shemesh Ad So the mitzvah is something that you could only do during the day. It says Rashash, I have a kasha. It's kasha. It's a one liner. If howl has to be done during the day, how can you read howl by night? Zokter Rashash, I am Bir Hagro, Lahagoda, Bemanishtano. This goyim. Because Leo Pesach is not Lilo. Leo Pesach is Yoim. And being that it's Yoim, that's why you have, you're able to say Halal at night, which ordinarily is a mitzvah that's something you can only do during the day. As far as the Machshava goes, I think the Machshava is very obvious. I think the Machshava is that Choshech is a, is a Mechitza. It blinds us. It doesn't allow us to see clearly. We spoke to that in the past, that the story with the Belzer Rebbe, a barrel of Belzer, was shortly after the war. He was sitting by Shalash Shudas. He was priming the Shalash Shudas dish with his chassidim. And he turned to one of his chassidim and he told him, And the chassid turned to the, the Belzer Rebbe and he told him, You want me to sing a nigan? He said, It was shortly after the war. I lost my entire family, my wife, my kids, my parents. How in the world can I sing Shira? So the Belzer Rebbe told him that when the Yidin left Mitzrayim, they sang Oz Yosher Moshe. He says, You think it was such a good matziv, the Yidin standing at the Yam singing Shira? The Chamushim, all the Mitzrayim. Four fifths of the Yidden died in Eretz Yisrael. They literally were lit. They died in Mitzrayim. They were literally liberated from the concentration camps. Everyone had lost family. People lost brothers, sisters, children, parents. There's no question they were in the same exact state that you were in. It doesn't matter what the matzav is. A Yid always has to sing Shira to Hakadosh Baruch That's the matzav of the Belzer But I was thinking that why is it that when you think of Yitzchak Mitzrayim, right? Tasty me Mitzrayim. You say by the kinnis, you contrast the two opposites, the two polar opposites. You didn't left Yerushalayim, it was horrible. You left Mitzrayim, it's from the most momentous occasions in our history. Yet when you think of Europe, 1945, you don't think of it as a momentous occasion. To the contrary, the liberation of the concentration camp was a horrible time. And what's the difference? I think the difference is very simple. In 1945 in Europe, there was confusion. No one understood what happened, why it happened. It didn't make any sense. In a world of Hester Panim, there was absolutely no way to embrace it. But when the Yidin were burying the Rishoyim in Mitzrayim, it wasn't just an Ur. This was an Ur Chadash al This was an Ur from Eretz Yisrael. There was a Behirus, there was a Clarkite. A person can handle Yisurim, a person can handle adversity if he appreciates that it's coming from Hashem. When does it become a challenge? When you're not sure why, who, what, when, where, is it something I did? When there's confusion, when there's a lack of clarity, that's when everything is messed up. But when a person has, sees it clearly, it's so, Daiko says the Targum Yodis, and this wasn't just an R. This was an R that was Mechaivim and Torah Mitzvahs. This was an R of Gidushchina, an R of Eretz Yisrael. It was then that they buried the Risham, and that's why they were able to go out right away and feel happy and be besimcha, even to sing Az Yashem